I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. The sound of pianos creaking and cracking has become a favorite device among many keyboard players. It's probably started by Nils Fromm, but can be heard extensively on records by Olafur Arnolds, Chad Lawson, Henrik Lindstrand, Jeremy Freitz, and so many more. Airport People has that sound. That's the name used by Leon Johnson for his ambient piano compositions, which include a rhythm section and environmental sounds, along with some very inviting melodies. He also has a very interesting background in the civil rights movement. We'll be talking to him in just a bit. Before you get there, though, I want to tell you about Echoes Online. You know, you're probably going to be traveling somewhere where you can't hear Echoes, but you could take the perfect travel soundtrack with you by getting a subscription to Echoes Online. Echoes Online gives you 24-7 on-demand access to Echoes shows. There's also exclusive online-only streams and Echoes shows without the talking, just the music. Just get the free Echoes app on your cell phone and you can take Echoes with you pretty much anywhere you can get a signal. Whether you're lying on a beach in the Caribbean, bombing down an interstate in the Midwest, or moving through the ancient sites of Europe, Echoes can score your journey. Go to echoes.org to find out more about Echoes Online. And now, let's enter the waiting lounge for Airport People. Airport People is a stage name of Leon Todd Johnson. He's making an ambient chamber music sound, mostly on piano. His name has a couple of references, one of which any fan of ambient music would know. He also has a connection to the rise of the civil rights movement. This year, he released the album called From Nine Mornings. Speaking to Leon Johnson face-to-face via the Riverside.fm app, he is trim with his hair cut close and sporting a mustache. His round, wire-rimmed glasses give him a technician's look. Although some of his press photos make him appear a lot older, today he looks younger than someone in their early 30s. He started in music as a classically trained violinist. Yeah. What went wrong? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm actually kind of happy you asked that. I look back on this moment very unfondly. So, yeah, so I was classically trained. I played a lot in elementary school, middle school, high school. And in high school, I had a great experience and traveled for a master class. And then I auditioned for something that I was really excited about. And then I didn't get it. So I overreacted and I was like, well, I didn't get it. It's not meant to be. I'm not a violinist. So, you know dreams shattered. Let me focus and do other stuff. And yeah, that's kind of what happened. I played in a jazz band and went to college, played a little bit in orchestra, worked in sound design. It was in college that he came up with the stage name of Airport People. The airport part is an obvious reference to Brian Eno's music for airports. The people part comes from his life. The initial impetus for the name Airport People was just like, you know, growing up, I was like, 
just like any other kid, every kid sometimes feels disconnected from family. And like we traveled a lot and in the airport, I kind of felt connected with the people because it sort of seemed like everybody was in their own way, just being a little different. Um, and there's also a lot of emotion there. Johnson dabbled in different groups, played fusion music, but in his studio, he settled on an atmospheric ambient approach with many of his sounds sourced from acoustic elements. On an earlier piece, OK Ohio, some of his sounds were actual instruments, many were not. It's a kalimba, so the thumb piano, and then I also used, I think I just had some like uh, household items, I can't really remember. Then he would run them through different processes. Yeah, so I have a mono Norns and the grid, which those things are amazing, absolutely amazing. And I just used just that, and I just sat down and had a microphone on the kalimba, and had a few scripts running, and then I just recorded it straight in. Johnson was inspired to go in a piano direction by a few artists, one of them is Keith Kenneth. He records solo piano, ambient music, and dream pop, but he's best known for his Goldman persona, playing ambient piano. I had been listening to him a lot. I was a huge fan, still am, and he sort of inspired me to pick up the piano, because I was like, I, I loved the orchestration, and this was around um, when I first moved to Indianapolis, around 2018 or something. Yeah, so I just started getting as good as I could at it. I had only played it a little bit just for like learning chords or whatever in high school and college, but not seriously enough. So Keith Kniff inspired and then I was like, okay, well, I need to learn the piano. And then it just became a sort of central piece because I loved it too much. Airport people, Johnson isn't playing straight piano. He's a devotee of the style I call creaky piano. That's where every mechanical noise is welcome into the music. Some of his press photos show an upright piano that looks like it came out of a basement where it's been dormant for half a century. It was beat. Yeah, so I replaced that one. <laughs> that one was beat. Both pianos I got for free. This most recent one I got lucky though. That one, I, I couldn't play on it anymore. I tried to get it tuned because I got out of tune. And then the tuner came and he was like, okay, well, we're gonna try. Fair warning, this might not work because this piano is old and janky. And he started tuning it and then he popped a string and then like another one got weird and then the whole thing got askew and he was like, I'm sorry, like I told you. His new piano still sounds pretty creaky. I love the creaky piano sound, it's so raw. And it's, I know there are people out there listening and they're just like, 
I mean, you're just copying Nils from. And like, yeah, kind of, but you know, isn't everybody copying somebody for something that they like? You know, at the end of the day, I just really like the sound and it's a nice reminder, I think, that like, this is an actual instrument. It has problems. And I like the percussion sound of it too. It adds in the like percussive aspect. album by Airport People was generated by Woodshedding His Piano Chops. He got fired from his job as a data analyst and suddenly had free time. I had uh, lost my job. I was kind of exhilarated by that, honestly. It was like the first time I was really free <laughs> to like exist. So, you know, I set my mind to learning the piano a little bit better and focused every morning and writing some kind of melody. Every morning I'd write something. This was for like a month. And then nine of those pieces felt strong. So last year or something like that, I picked out nine of them, 10 actually, one didn't make the cut. And then I workshopped them until they actually became their own things. So from nine mornings, it's just nine things from nine mornings. The sound of airport people straddles a line between melancholic reverie and pastoral joy. I think a lot of people in the same space that I'm making music stuff tends to be a little more melancholy and I'm like, I mean, you know, am I being insincere? And I think at the end of the day I like the sound of a groove and I like playing a groove. And if there's a major six or a major seven, it's gonna, some part of it is gonna have to be major and now we're back to being uplifting and then you add the groove and then the whole thing is, oh, well, this is happy music. But I think the whole thing is pensive. It's just, for some reason, I just can't escape it.
From Nine Mornings is a beautiful album that goes beyond just piano. Johnson played bass on it and he had a drummer in to push the rhythms. He also used a lot of ambient sounds, something that had been in his music from the beginning. Yeah, I'll go out and record stuff, like stuff outside my house, or if I'm going somewhere I'll bring the field recorder with me and just record stuff. I love the sound of people on the beach, kind of a nice sound because you get the water and you get the people being happy. Every now and again you get somebody's argument, which is funny. I don't I try not to include those. One thing I haven't mentioned about Leon Johnson is that he is black. He is also in a lineage of civil rights activists that include his grandfather, Reverend Leon Howard Sullivan. He was a heavy presence in the thick of the civil rights movement going back to the 1940s and then the South African anti-apartheid movement. Growing up, I think a lot of members of my family sort of did what they do to follow in his footsteps. And I think a lot of people sacrificed their passions to follow the work of that thing. And sometimes it feels like, I don't know, sometimes it feels like I want to be able to say, you know, I did this all by myself and I didn't claim, you know, okay, well, I'm, I'm this person's grandson. Buddy taps some of his background in the piece, the yawning seam and the corroded bolt. He took a text-to-speech recording of a Frederick Douglass lecture. Seldom has any legislative body been the subject of a solicitude more intense or of aspirations more sincere and ardent. There are the best of reasons, profound interest, questions of vast moment left undecided by the last session of Congress must be met. I was interested in doing something like writing for something, and I felt, you know, I, I like the sound of you know, writing for something that's vocal. And then I found this transcription of the Reconstruction speech, Frederick Douglass's speech, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. And then I just played the thing, and it was like a robot voice, and I was like, whoa, this is weird. I love it. So then I just took it and then wrote something for that, and it just sort of lined up. Which must be the merest mockery of a union, an effort to bring under federal authority states into which no loyal man from the North may safely enter, and to bring men into the national councils who deliberate with daggers and vote with revolvers, and who do not even Perhaps more effectively, Leon Johnson is bringing blackness into ambient music. You can find plenty of black artists in Detroit techno, Chicago house, and R&B music, but for black ambient musicians, you have to go all the way back to 1980 and cite Laraji to find a name anybody might know. Yeah, that's a real big thing, and I'm glad, super stoked that you brought that up. There's not a lot of black people in this field. There's a guy named Jerome Ellis. There's Nyla Hunter, which she's amazing. Um, Nala Sinefro. There is There are some brown people making this music, but it's just not a lot at all. 
It's a little weird because you feel out of place and you're like, it's important to have someone else that looks like you that's doing the thing. Which takes him back to his civil rights lineage. Am I being true to myself? Am I going against my granddad's, like, everything that he fought for? Or am I doing the thing that he did fight for? I don't know. I'd say the answer was yes, but just as important, Leon Johnson's airport people is making a sound that expands the vocabulary of black music. This album by Airport People is From Nine Mornings. I will have a link to Airport People's From Nine Mornings album in the posting for this podcast. One thing I forgot to mention in the feature is he only released it digitally and on cassette. You can get the info at echoes.org. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S. Dot org, O-R-G. I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PRX. See you next time, tonight on the radio somewhere in the country or at Echoes Online right now or whenever you want.